So we all know summer is approaching, which is very exciting. Warmer days are coming. Um, so fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. You can meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-created meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have a new flavor to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like shrimp and blackened salmon. Keep your kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up, which Lou hates to do. I do. I hate cleaning up. <laughs> Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage your calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well and balanced, which just makes cooking and meal prep easy at home. Not that you're cooking or meal prepping, they've done it all for you. Head to factormeals.com slash common50 and use common50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off for your next month. That's code common50 at factormeals.com slash common 50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, guys. Hi, Sue. Hi, Lou. How you doing, boo? What? <laughs> You're rhyming. I'm great. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Have a little nibble. Get some nibble. energy, get some energy going for this pod. This is a fun one today. Yeah, we thought we'd do a bit more of a lighthearted, juicy. You got the love doctors in the house today. <laughs> love doctors, so and Lou. <laughs> Here to solve your dilemmas and just talk a bit about dating. You know, we talk about some deep, you know, topics on this podcast. We thought we'd just make it fruity and fun for today. Mm -hmm. So we do have a mantra for this week. Do you want to go ahead and... Yeah, the, jump right into the it. CCs. This is our mantra of, of the, the week. week. Repeat after me, Sue. <laughs> I am always enough for the right person. I am always enough for the right person. And I belong deeply to myself. And I belong deeply to myself. I really love this one because I think sometimes with dating and, and like relationships and all of that stuff, we get so caught up in like, I don't know, like, does he like this or does he like this? Or like, does mm. she like this or do they like this? Or do I need to be more like her or him or them? Like we get so caught in our heads comparing mm. and it's like truly like the right person for you is going to love every ounce of your weirdness, mm -hmm. every ounce of your like strange behaviors, clean freak habits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel attacked. Okay, okay. <laughs> Basically, if 
they don't love you for who you are, mm. then you've always got yourself. And it just comes back to having self-respect and self-worth and protecting your energy. And if someone's fucking amazing, then you can let them into your space. But mm. if not, you got you, boo. Yeah. And also, even if you do find that amazing person that just lights you up and understands you, soulmate, at the end of the day, you still belong to you. That person doesn't mm. own you. Mm. We don't want any yeah. toxic love bombing, manipulative no. relationships here. You've always got to have yourself at the end of the day. And you are your partner in this life mm-hmm. always, no matter what. And the person that you fall in love with should just be a beautiful little add-on, a little addition. So we're just going to keep this one really lighthearted and just have a little chat about dating. And we've been talking a lot about the ick lately. It's mm-hmm. been a really, it's been a theme, I guess, that's really evolved, I guess, in the past few years, yeah. people having this thing called the <laughs> ick. It's quite hilarious, some of them, to be honest. But it's very relatable and it's very it's very much a thing. Like it's not some made-up thing. We definitely all experience it. Um, I mean, for the people who don't know the ick. Well, I've just Googled it. Oh, perfect. We've got in the Oxford Dictionary, it's literally a part of the dictionary. Ick is used to express disgust. <laughs> like ick. Yeah, just something that's disgusting. Yeah, just something that you get repulsed by really. Yeah, and you feel it. You feel the ick roll through, through your, your body. Oh. It like really it like flips ugh. a switch in my face. If I get the ick, my face turns <laughs> sour. Like it makes me feel revolting, and it's so I mean. feel mean because imagine the shit I do that give people the ick. There's probably so many things. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> honestly, I'm laughing about things I can't disclose. <laughs> You probably get the ick by me so many times in a day from the weird shit I no, do. No, I don't get the ick from you. I'm just laughing at like… Well, we don't get the ick. When we, we get comfortable with each other. Like if you did that when you first was dating someone. Oh my God, they would they literally would the run ick. the other way. Like, so on this topic, what are, what are some of your biggest icks, Lou? <sighs> I'm not I'm not too petty. I'm mm. going to say that. I'm, I'm quite… <laughs> she's like wrong. Wrong. Oh, I can't think. I'm not, I don't think I'm too petty. No. Okay. Yes. You, okay, mm. this is you. Okay, you tell me and I'll tell you yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you don't get the ick right away as such. Oh, yeah, this is my issue. You will be like, oh my God, this person's amazing. You'll like gas them up and you'll be like, yeah, I found, not the one, but you're like, I found a good one. I mean, this one's different. Like seriously, he's so amazing. He's just, yeah, I, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. And then, like, he'll do later. one thing. Two weeks later. And Card once once he does one thing, Cardi can't get past it. Like, she is like, no, nah, you're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> you're done. You're out. And I'll be like, come on, give them another. I mean, to be on, to be fair to you, it's usually things that are quite… Um, Idi- you, idi- like, idiotic. Yeah. It's like, you, it, it's understandable why you've gone, like, nah. But… But then it gets to a point where it's like, oh, they could have just done something small and silly but it will permeate in my mind and I'll be like, you've just showed me a big flaw and now I'm going to eat you alive. Everything you do pisses me off. Everything you do aggravates me and I genuinely can't get past it. My heart closes off. Everything closes off. I know what your biggest one is. What is it? When someone puts themselves below you Mm -hmm. and they'll be like, I just don't get why you're you're into me me or whatever. And like, honestly… Boys, men out there, you have to have 
a solid backbone and back yourself and have confidence because if you show off weakness, not in an emotional way, but in a way of like not backing yourself, then like how do you expect us to be into you if you're not confident in who you are? Weakness is very different to vulnerability. Yes, yeah. Like I, so here's my other ick. It's really funny. I go from one spectrum to the other. My one main ick that comes to my mind is extreme arrogance. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Oh, Take, no. Walk out the door, please. Yeah. There's a difference between arrogance and confidence. And yeah. there's a difference between weakness and vulnerability. Yeah. So I like someone, you just, <laughs> you got to fit the exact perfect mold of the level between the two of them. So I don't like guys that, feel like they need to boast or like do like name drop to impress me or think they're better than you or then put themselves above me and try and make me feel smaller than mm-hmm. equally as on the other end it gives me the ick I had like these two guys that I was seeing and at the very beginning of seeing them they were both like I don't get why you're like on this date with me like you're so beautiful and successful and like you're like way better than me and I'm like Yeah, why am I here? Like, why did you just do that? I'm like literally fawning over you. Like, I'm like obsessed with you and now I'm not anymore. It's like, how are you supposed to respond to that? It's like, oh, thank you. And then it's like, what do you now then have to like pump them up and like, are they like fishing? Like, I'm confused. It's really cringe to me. Um, I just love a guy that's like, I'm I'm confident. I'm going to gas you up in a really yeah. respectful, nice way. You're my equal. You're my equal, you know? Yeah. And and especially even if they are, like, more successful than me or in some way, whatever, like, make me feel like you're equal as mm-hmm. well. Um, And on, like, a superficial level, it just classic things. Like, if you stinky. Oh. Yeah, hygiene, hygiene is a real big one for me. Like, mm-hmm. if you… If you have bad breath and you don't brush your teeth twice a day. And to be fair, you, if if we're having lunch, say we're going on a lunch date. Bring some gum. I, no, brush your teeth before you come to lunch. Like, I just don't understand. If I'm about to leave the house to go see someone, I brush my teeth, even if I did it at 6 a.m. this morning. That's a long time ago. I've probably had two meals since then. Just carry gum. Just, like, literally. yeah, like, you know, deodorant. Mm. Oh, my God. If you if you stink like B.O., I'm sorry. Oh. I can't. It's just like a natural if someone's natural scent like pheromones I had that once this guy I was dating in high school his natural scent literally repulsed uh-huh. me and I saw him again years later after high school Is right it like a musky like I, musky yep. mm-hmm. and I hugged him and he smelt the same and I was like yeah, <gasps> yeah. It just came back in full force. Mm, no, nah, can't do it. Is there? There's science behind that. With it's pheromones. really full on. We obviously just were not a match. But yeah. my final ick is when they're rude to a waiter, oh. breaks my heart, or just don't have general manners. No, really, like really disgusting. Like just awkward. So awkward. I will want to like leave immediately. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not with this person. I'm not with this. Don't know you. Running yeah. away, backing away. Goodbye. Yeah. What are your icks, Lou? We have a few similar ones. Definitely the hygiene and arrogance and being rude to a waiter I can definitely be turned off by. Um, I think, what would you say my main one would be? I'm I'm actually, I have to admit, I'm pretty hard to get icked by. I've only gotten the ick with one person really. I think I've had the ick more with people that she's like been seeing more than her. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) I just like… I don't know. When I when I like someone, it's really hard for me to get icked by them. They have to do something like really, really bad, but it depends how far into me liking them You're just I am. a bit more like, I don't know, patient with people's BS. 
Yeah. Not sure if that's a great thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I'm jealous that you don't get icked easily because like mine, I get so pissed off at myself that I just mm, will be so repulsed immediately and can never look at them the same way. Yeah. Yours, honestly, maybe you've got red flags. Maybe you should be getting rid of people a lot sooner because like some of the things that guys that you've like seen have done, I've literally been like, oh my God, I would never talk to them ever again. I honestly don't like when a guy, like I get icked if a guy dresses really bad. Yeah. I, I yep. Not enough to not start, stop seeing yeah. them because I don't, obviously like clothes aren't everything. But if a guy has really bad fashion sense, I'm like, I, I wait until I get to a point where I'm comfortable with them to start like suggesting like other pieces of clothing they could wear. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, like you should try this maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't want to change anyone, but Yeah, you know. that's the hard level because when I was younger, I used to be very much like, you're going to be my project. And I would mm. almost go for a guy that I could easily change. Mm. And I, you know, I learned in my last relationship <sighs> I that just you, one. Sorry. you <laughs> shouldn't do that. And you should fall for someone and love everything about them. And then I learned that now it's like a very big stern thing for me that I'm like, if I'm going to fall for you, I need to love everything mm. about you, whether I love your fashion sense or not. Yeah. That's your quirk. So I've gotten better at you that. Have. I will give you credit mm-hmm. for that. I've gotten better at that. I'm just like, if I'm going to like you, I'm going to like every silly thing about you. But that's yeah. when you like someone for that's real. You, you don't like really someone. care about That's when you can tell that's love, things. not like. It's yeah. love. <laughs> I what just thought of an egg. <laughs> when you're in like driving in the car and like, there's a song playing and they start singing to it and they're like a terrible singer, but they're actually like trying to sing and it's trying just really, hard. really like awkward because you're like, you don't know what, you don't want to comment and be like, oh, you're a good singer, but they're singing loud enough where it's like, are you wanting recognition? Yeah, like, like who's doing that? God, I haven't had someone do that in a, like, really I can't remember. Time. Or when they're singing and they stuff the lyrics up. Yeah, and then, oh, bless like, them. Oh. I mean, I'm the worst with lyrics, so I can't be too picky with that. But when someone else does it, I'm like, embarrassing. Oh, this one's mean. This is a little bit mean, but this does give me the ick. What? <laughs> when they have a monobrow. Oh. It really just, I'm like, sweetheart. <laughs> I don't say it like that. Like, just pluck it. Just get the tweezers. Or and get one wax strip. <laughs> And just, just the monos, the monos. I don't like too basic much. Basic grooming is, is just basic yeah. grooming. The mono brow, because I'll just sit there and I'll just stare at it. <laughs> when they have long, big toe hairs and long toenails. <laughs> I don't really care about toe hairs. Like that's not like an issue for me. Fingernails though, long fingies. No, but if they're like really long toe hairs <laughs> and it's like you could just trim them. I don't care about toe hair. It's You've funny. Got I man. love ripping out guys' leg hairs and like arm hairs and like you like go like swirly it on their legs Ew. so it mats and then you pull it out. Ew, you're <laughs> it's fun. They let you. Yeah, fun for you. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Cardi's torture chamber. <laughs> Welcome to the torture chamber. They think it's going to be like whips and fun things. And I'm like, I'm going to pull your hair I'm going to wax your back hair. <laughs> Ew. Oh, my God. I'm so not here for pimple popping. Like, Ew. you know how some people like neither love that? They're like, I had a friend that any guy she'd date, she'd like love inspecting their back and pim- pim- popping their pimples. <laughs> it would make me feel sick. Like, nah, honestly, nah. I'm never going to pop a pimple for you. No, thank you. I can't even watch those videos on me YouTube neither. that's pimple popping. I vomit. Oh, I feel sick thinking and talking about it. So we asked you guys what some of your icks were. <laughs> kind of funny ones. So the first one that has been sent in, she goes, let's call her Cindy. Cindy's biggest icks is that 
when guys take their pants off before their shirts and all you see is their little chicken legs <laughs> under their oversized shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to agree. Like, oh, they? <laughs> <laughs> it looks so funny. <laughs> like, they. they <laughs> My ex-boyfriend, not my ex, but my ex-ex, like my ex, used to do it all the time. And I'd be like, put the pants on first or take the shirt off first. Like, I don't want to see your hairy chicken legs. Like, get your ball sack hanging out the bottom. Like, just... Like, it's not cute. I agree. Oh, Oh, what was that? Love, Asho. Um, when they're breathing through their nose and it's making a whistle sound. <laughs> I hate that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. If I'm sleeping next to someone, please don't snore. Like I genuinely, that will determine everything for me. If I have like, it's our first night sleeping next to each other and, the, and he starts snoring, I'm preparing for the end because there's no way in hell we're about to start dating. One time, one time when I was sleeping, like at actually physically sleeping next to this person <laughs> he like fully snored so loud like randomly just went like, <laughs> <laughs> and it woke me up and I pretended to stay asleep and I woke them up and I could feel them being like shit did she hear that and I was like pretend you're asleep pretend you're asleep like this oh. would just be better for the both of us <laughs> you know what's even worse <laughs> when they, they fart, fart. <laughs> Because you're just like, you know what's worse? When you fart. (laughs) I mean, shit, I don't even want to think about if I've done that. But I know like, I remember this one night I was sleeping. I like went to sleep with this guy that I had a big crush on. He was, the I think, the best looking guy I've ever seen in my life. And I really put him on a pedestal. And we were like falling asleep. (laughs) And he just blacked out. It's like dead asleep, breathing really heavy. And I just hear, <laughs> and I just, it just made his beauty it just slowly decline. But I just had to, you know, it's very natural. It's very human. And I have to think, imagine the amount of times you've done this, Cardi. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't even want to come to terms with the fact that if, if I've ever done that. <laughs> oh, God, the thought of that makes me have deep anxiety. Oh, too good. Uh, we've got two massive icks from someone. <laughs> they've said um, getting into fights or getting super mouthy once they've had some alcohol. Yeah, gross. Totally agree. Like that's the biggest turnoff ever. You're just like, ew. Like, Get some you, respect. Yeah, grow up. Grow up, literally. Like we love someone who's like protective in, mm. in a way of like, like, I don't know, protecting you from danger if they need to, but you don't need to start a fight out of nowhere just to look fucking tough and cool. Yeah, it's not. It, that's t- that, And if you're into that, it's to- It's just toxic. It's please very reflect. toxic. Yeah, please, please self-reflect. Please do some inner, inner reflection. Um, <laughs> when he drives past a friend and yells out and they don't hear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I ick it myself when I do that Same. though, when I'm like, or I wave to someone, I'm like... <laughs> Big enthusiastic wave and they don't see me. Like I ick it myself. So don't worry, Darren. It's all right when you do that. I'll just, I've done the same thing. Or if you like, say if you're meeting the parents for the first time and like you go to say, like you ask them a question, but they don't hear and then you're just like kind of awkward. Like I've had that before and you're just like, I'm trying to make effort now. I don't want to talk. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When he says, please, or sorry. (laughs) The baby talk, like you have to be at a certain level, yeah. That's called love. Save it for love, not lusty dating. Like we've slept with each other a few times. Please don't, please. Please. No. 
Say so we. Oh my god. Baby. <laughs> you can call you me some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me baby, but like do it in a sexy way. But that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like baby, like not talking in an actual baby voice. Like is a bit. But like I remember being in love and like the baby voice is like you can't help oh, you it. You can't help it. It's, it's like disgusting. your own language. Yeah. It's I, why do I keep this whole podcast going saying disgusting? disgusting. <laughs> the the baby voice is the biggest downside to being in love. Genuinely, it's, it's the most cringe thing. Oh, it's so gross. And you just, every everything in your body is like, you can't help it. So weird. Thinking back, I didn't have a baby voice with Will, but I had it real bad with one of my exes, Charles. Like, we could never not talk in it. You and Josh are pretty bad at one stage. We were bad. <laughs> we had like a whole other language. Hello. <laughs> like Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, it was a weird, we had like a really a weird lady. voice with each other. But the baby voice, yeah. <laughs> There's a funny one here saying when you when they order milkshakes for breakfast. <laughs> like, or just, no, if they have really childish, gross taste in food. Yes. If they just love fast food, I, that is the biggest no for me. And if you order full cream milk with your coffee. Yes, that's a great it. Like, oh, what are you doing? We're like, in 2022. Literally. Literally. There's so many other options. <laughs> Like, we've got oat, we've got almond, we've got don't drink soy. Honestly, that's also that's also in there with full cream milk. I'm sorry. Aww. Is some, it not very some 2016? People, <clears throat> some people might have nut allergies and some people might have gluten intolerance. Okay, sorry. Take it All back. Right? I'll take it back. There's macadamia. <laughs> There's coconut. Yeah, you don't need soy milk. No, I'm just listing the other alternatives. <laughs> yeah, well, look, there's lots of options. Please don't drink cow pus. Yeah. It's better but for then your again, health. I do eat cheese. Why do I always come up with code names? I'd love to just say him his name. Let's um, call him Luke. Luke, when I was seeing him, like he just loved fast food. And I was like, oh, what have you eaten today? Like, what did you have? And he's like, KFC. I'm Ew. like, oh my God, like put some greens in your body. Mm-hmm. Make a home cooked meal. He was young. Okay. <laughs> I, I ate like okay. that when I was Yeah, age. true. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get into some dating dilemmas. Uh, before we get into yours, we thought we'd just touch on a few of our own and kind of what we're experiencing at the moment. God, we're spilling the tea. Yeah. We love, we just, we're an open book, aren't we? Everyone knows everything. It's so weird because we're sitting in a room with just us and one other person right now. So it doesn't feel like we're spilling our tea. But and then, then you think about all the thousands realize, of people listening to us talking. Yeah. Yeah. We actually... There's a lot that stays private, obviously, but we'll say what we can say. Yeah. What's a dating dilemma you're currently experiencing? Oh, bloody hell. There's a few. Mm. Um, Well, I have been single for a while now, and I feel like in the the six or so months I've been single, you know, I've had a few flings. Um, But the main dilemma would be (laughs) – okay, there's a few. The smoke starts fuming out of her ears right now. I can see you like, (laughs) how long do we have? Well, I was going (laughs) to go. I was gonna go with the, um, the 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 lightest one, okay. and that would be the fact that I swear the boys are either really young or quite older, not like you know fifty or even you know late forties or anything like that. But like yeah, you- they're they're in the 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 mid twenties range, early to mid twenties range that I've been having interactions with over the last single period of my life, or anywhere from like. 35 plus. <laughs> I think it is really hard to find someone your own, literally your exact age. Where are they? That like, you vibe with. If there's any 29-year-olds, 28, 29, 30, even anything like yeah. 20, 
eight plus. Like, where are you at? Why am I never having interactions with guys my age? It's so weird. A lot of the good ones are taken. Yeah. That, is it this weird age, man, where it's like everyone's getting engaged and married and whatnot or they're in serious relationships? And I, I don't know. I obviously, I don't know where they are, but. I don't either. Don't worry. Come You're not alone. Hi. Literally. Yeah, same with you. I actually. don't know. Yours have been younger, like younger. Which I always used to swear. When I was really young, I would only ever date way older guys. Mm. And now most of the guys I date are younger than me. Yeah. Not so, date, but the guys that I see are younger than me. Yeah. Um, and it ne- it never lasts long because they're so immature. It's like genuinely painful. I think maybe we gotta look at like inwards mm. a bit and go, maybe we're attracting that because we're not wanting something serious no, right now. No, but that's what I mean. When I get into those things, I'm accepting that. I'm like, this is just for a bit of fun. Because we say we want to be in love. We say we want like a relationship or whatever. I mean, not me yet. That Whenever that comes, that will come. But more so you. But then I feel like, really? But really? But really? Do I? Do we have the time? No, not no. really. Are Unless, we still like, working on ourselves? Yes. But that's, yeah, anyways. Next, what's the other thing? Um, the other things would probably be Go on. Recent dating dating dilemmas is um, be honest. There's been a few. Spit it out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll get to that one last. I guess being like slightly ghosted. Um, bit of a weird situation. I was, you know, chatting to someone quite a lot, like every day, and uh, yeah, just recently kind of stopped out of nowhere, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe they're busy, and like it wasn't serious. Like Mm. it was just like you know, it wasn't serious. So that's Mm -hmm. why it's like a weird, awkward situation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess being ghosted in a sense um, is very- high and dry. Yeah. This this kind of rejection, I guess, is like, it's very consuming and it's very mind-fucking. Like you start Mm -hmm. to question like things that probably you don't need to, like your mind goes Mm -hmm. somewhere else and Mm -hmm. yeah, your downward spiral and- it, it it really does cause a downward spiral. And I feel like it's a new kind of term that along with the ick comes ghosting. Mm. I feel like they're two kind of newish yeah. things in dating maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've been happening for a long time, but we've now just defined it. But um, I think I spoke about it on the podcast a while ago maybe. Oh, no, I think I did it in a YouTube video of mine where I've been ghosted once mm. and now you've mm. kind of experienced it-ish. And it's like quite a foreign land. Yeah. I haven't been ghosted like this before, It makes you question literally every single ounce of your being. Yeah. It's the most like self-deprecating, disgusting feeling ever. And it's so cruel. Yeah. Mm. I spoke about it on a YouTube video and I was saying how cruel it is that you can't just have a conversation with someone. Yeah. And I think that's a dating dilemma in our current day and age is people are really scared to, I guess, let someone down or like tell them they're not interested. And that's so okay to not be interested in someone anymore, but just communicate when that changes in a respectful way. Yeah, because I think the person on the receiving end, like, Mm. yeah, it might hurt them and they might feel rejected, but at least they can, like, move forward with their life and not hold on to that, like, little bit of hope or not even hope, but, yeah, I guess hope. Hold on to that connection. And, like, someone, Mm. it's not cool either to string someone along when you're, like, Mm. you have no intention of it going anywhere. Yeah. Just for the sake of continuing talking, I feel like. That grey area is very dangerous and confusing. Yeah. 
ghosting is like we should do a um a whole episode on it because it's actually quite a foreign one and people ask a lot of questions to me always about ghosting alex cooper call her daddy she did a whole episode on ghosting and she was saying it's the best thing that can happen to you she really Mm. made you look at it from a different perspective and yeah, it was it was quite interesting and made you feel good about it. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you ghosted me. Yeah, because you're not meant to be in my life, mm. you know. And at the end of the day, you're always going to end up with exactly the right situation or person mm. um, who's meant for you. Exactly. Surrender. 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 So we thought we would. Oh wait, sorry, yours. Oh my god, sorry. It's alright. Sorry, Sue. It's alright. <gasps> What are your dating dilemmas? What's what's going on in your dating love life? Well, acting as if I don't already know. I think my dilemma <laughs> at the moment is very much communication mm. in my situation, situationships, situationships. I'm at a place where I'm about to move overseas, so anything I'm kind of involved in right now is very fleeting and temporary, mm. and I make sure I express that. Um, unless of course I meet someone, I'm like, I'm in love with you. Then Mm. like, let's go. But I know the minute I meet someone, if I want it to be serious or not, but I feel like I've experienced just a lot of like hot and cold. I'm here, then I'm not. And then like, I want this now. I don't want this. Like no flow. Yeah. Very disjointed and just like kind of hard to connect. Mm. And like, I guess hard to feel vulnerable and like, I don't know how to explain it. I was just going to say as well, you're, you have been a good luck chuck. Oh my God. How did we not like- Talk about this. If you guys don't know, haven't seen the movie Good Luck Chuck, it's basically this guy that he'll go on a date with a girl. He gets cursed with this, this, he, he gets cursed. No, I have been cursed. No, that's what I mean. And basically, yes, a curse gets casted on him and he goes on a date with a girl and it goes great or whatever, but then- they never see each other again. And she then finds her Mr. Her fiance, her husband, the next guy she meets. So it's like he then it happens with every girl that he goes on a date with. And it starts to get around that any girl that sleeps with him or goes on a date with him or kisses him ends up being like he's a he's a good luck charm for them to find their their forever person. That has been me. So yeah, that's gonna be my dating dilemma. Yeah. Anyone I see for like a little bit where I'm like, oh my God, this is so fun. Like we hang out for a bit and then all of a sudden… You don't hear from them. I won't hear from them and then they're back with their ex or they've met… Someone like, new. I pull back a little bit and then they've met someone new and like then they're with that person for ages. Like it's happened multiple times now. Yeah. It's like really, really weird. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. You're good luck, Chuck. <laughs> Getting really comfy. <laughs> Ashley's just spread her legs, right? We've got our legs kind of like spread across each other. <laughs> Your feetsies are cold. Yeah, cold-hearted, cold vein, because everyone's meeting the loves of their life aside from me. Um, but yeah, no, I don't have any like any crazy huge dating dilemmas right now besides being everyone's literal Cupid yeah. and lack of communication, lack of vulnerability, like just frustrating, to be honest. Yeah, it's all for a reason. Those people are not meant to be in your life for a reason, I guess. Like they're not, they're not, it might feel good at the time, but you know, it's it, you just got to trust your path. And no, as I said, I'll know exactly the minute that I meet Mr. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, cringe. Yeah. Like Mr. none of these people you've like in the last like couple of years, I feel like haven't made you feel the way I've seen you be with someone. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's nothing to worry about. No, I, <gasps> <gasps> <Nah, laughs> I, I, I know exactly what I want. And like, I'm just, I'm, I feel chilled just yeah. waiting for that. 
patiently Thank waiting. God we have each other. I know. I, I, I think I wouldn't be so chilled patiently waiting if I didn't have you. We literally like every day we're like, we really are like a couple, aren't we? Like we, Katz will have like a banana. She's like, do you want the rest of the banana? Do you want to share a banana? Or I'll be like, do you want my mango seed? And I'm like, should I start cooking dinner now? Like always <laughs> cook dinner together. Like help each other with washing. Like Yeah, we're, we're very yeah. much intertwined. It's quite concerning. <laughs> Okay, you, we asked you guys to send in some of your dating dilemmas and Dr. Sue and Lou are here to help. Take it away. This one's quite sad and heavy, um, but this person says, help my sad little heart. I've been dating my boyfriend for close to three years now and I'm at the point where deep down I just know he's not my forever. Bit of a backstory where in the same friendship group of for four years, then dating for the following three years. We always had a thing for each other and finally stars aligned when we started dating. However, I'm 25 now and constantly having doubts. I'm talking real lows and highs within the relationship and something that just doesn't feel right. He's done absolutely nothing wrong and I can't even pinpoint Mm. what it is that's causing this uncertain feeling. I guess it's just my gut feeling. Mm. I love him so much. He's been so good to me throughout our whole friendship and romantic relationship, but I just don't think we're each other's forever. Please give me tips on how to be the dumper. There's so much help and info out there and how to get through being dumped, but not much with the other from the other perspective. Yep. How do you break up with someone you love so much still with no real reason except it just doesn't feel right? Also, as there is nothing wrong with our relationship, I know he would can be would be completely blindsided, which is mm. going to hurt him so much. Um, this sounds fucking cruel to do, hence why I haven't done it. Help, love you girls, love the potty and can't wait for this episode. Oh, sis, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. That was my exact situation. I mean, mm. slightly different because I was dumping my ex because I wanted him to, go, I wanted us to both thrive on our own. But same kind of thing. I just it wasn't right. It wasn't right. And your intuition, your entire body will tell you mm. and you will be feeling anxious. You'll be feeling every off day. every day. Like you'll, you'll just be feeling a sinking guilt because something within you knows that there's something better out there for you. And it, I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you, but dumping someone is genuinely harder than being mm-hmm. dumped, I think, sometimes. For sure. I've always, I've checked out of relationships like six months or more before it ending and it's because I'm too scared to end it because I'm like, oh, just wait for them to end it, which is so silly. But I can, yeah, it's it's a thing. I think as well, like I can relate on, you know, you've known them, this person who's just written in. You said you've been friends for four years before that. You've always had a fling and Mm. a crush on each other. Like that was like me and my ex. Like I'd known him for 10 years. We had had similar friend groups. We always had like this chemistry and like a thing for each other. But, and then when it finally happened, it was like, oh my God, this feels so Mm. right. Oh my God, I've been waiting for this like forever. forever." But I used that as a reason to hold on Mm. as well. Cause I was like, no, like we've got this history and like, this is the person I've crushed on Mm -hmm. for this long. And it's like, you know, sometimes we romanticize things and we've just got to be real with ourselves. And I was the same. I was feeling anxious every day before we broke up. Like I was feeling not right. And I know he was too, but we had so much love for each other, which mm. made it really hard. And I think he might be, I, he might, he might be, be feeling, feeling the same. You never know. And I think the best way to, like my advice to how to go about the conversation is you have to come from a place of like, I can't give you everything you deserve in this life because something within me is just not feeling right and you deserve more than what I'm going to be able to give you because I'm not 
I'm not, I can't show up fully. Mm. And it needs to just come from a deep place of love. Mm. And in the moment, they're not going to understand that. Like, they're not. No. <laughs> I don't think my ex still understands that either to this day. Yeah. Um, even though that was like completely the intention when I, you know, broke up with him. But if you're going to your boyfriend and you just have to sit really calmly, it's going to be really fucking hard. Mm. Just be like, I love you so much, but I want you to be with someone that can love you sick, you know? Yeah. And I think we need to go our own ways. And if the universe or this is what is destined, then we'll find our way back to each other. But it's 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 not easy, but you have to trust that you're doing this for you and for your future and for your happiness. And, and in, in you putting yourself first and your happiness first, that's putting him first too. I was going to say, it's not, it's actually doing him a favor by mm-hmm. breaking up with him mm-hmm. because if you're not seeing a future with this person, then it's actually unfair for them to for you to stay with them yeah it's selfish to string someone along yeah so the sooner you do it that's actually a really bold very selfless choice to make so but I feel you it's really hard and when you still love someone breaking up with someone you still love is like torture I think with big decisions like these as well, like we like to search for as many answers like we keep searching and we're waiting for the right time or we're waiting to hear the right thing but if you're, you, you already know what your gut's telling yeah. you. So you just need to honestly be proactive about it and just do yeah. it. And that's that's where the, yeah. the next step will come from. Yeah, just find the strength and just hold yourself accountable to have that uncomfortable conversation. It's always worse in your head, but you got this, you got this boo, being there, being also, there. Also, like you, just because you're breaking up doesn't mean it's forever. Like it might just be a period of your life yeah. that you guys are not meant to, to be together right way. now. Yeah. Okay. The next one, I have recently been love bombed. Never heard this saying before, but the more I told my breakup to my breakup to friends, they were all telling me this phrase. I was going, I was in a really fun relationship and was going so well, planning a future together. And then in the last few weeks, he turned on me and made me feel like everything I did was wrong. Didn't like how independent I was. He then ended it for no real reason. After Googling love bombing, he had really similar tendencies. I've been single for years, dating fuckboys, and I thought I had met the one, but turns out I fell for a sociopath. After this all happened, I didn't eat for a week, but listening to your heartbreak app really got me out of the lovesick funk. Mm. Love your podcast and can't recommend it enough to friends. Thank you for being so open and helping chaotic lives like mine. I know. Love bombing is a new thing that I am becoming more aware of. I still don't fully, like, I know what the act of it is, but why? Mm-hmm. Why well, do they do this? It's, it's, it's quiet. It seems it a, is bit a bit complex. 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 It's, it's, complex. it's quite, it is a bit sociopathic. It's mm. almost like they're using you to fulfill something within themselves and, and they become obsessed on. with the idea and then they just like literally leave you high and dry. It's almost like a power trip. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a competition in their own head to see if they can achieve this thing and they fall mm. in love with the idea of you, but mm. then then they get into it a bit deeper and they're like, it's it's just very selfish to then leave someone like with no explanation or no real answer. It's it's another it's quite I've never experienced it yet. Wait, I have experienced this. Yeah. Yes. And then got ghosted. Yeah. Well, it's still a phenomenon to me that I don't know how to explain, but I actually have experienced this. Yeah, I've experienced it too. I just, at the, like looking back, I didn't realize it at the time, but 
I think we just the education wasn't there, and like even now, I'm well, like, even, what we're really still is a bit it? Stumped, but I would love to ask a psychologist about it. To be honest, I think look, this is probably crappy advice because we don't probably know enough on the on the subject. But like we said, if this person has yeah entered your life, they've caused a whirlwind, and it was fun and exciting. You've got to take the good mm. and run with the good, and just be grateful that they've. They're out of your life now rather than in three years' time when you've formed yeah. a whole life future. So you've got kids with them or you've moved in with them and your life is way more structured with them. Just be grateful that you're not you're not being strung along any longer than what you need to. But still, like, acknowledge the amazing moments you had with them. Like, because you felt something and that was real, whether or not they're an absolute sociopath or not. Like, just try and take the good and, and, and look to the positive of like, thank God I'm out of that. And, and I deserve so much better than that. That's my, that's my only advice really I could give. And now you know the red flags to pick up on when it happens yeah. next time. I think anyone who's too overly charming or comes on too strong too soon, it's not genuine. And that is a red flag. And yeah. that just means like, Cuckoo. Yeah. Sometimes we, when we want something so badly, we'll convince ourselves yeah. that they're the right person for us. Yeah. But you've got to be careful with love, like or lust. It's really just lust. Got to take the take the, the rose-colored glasses, glasses off. off and really evaluate. And this is where I think getting advice from friends or family or people around, like, what is your vibe on this person? What's your opinion? Obviously, you don't have to take it as like Bible. Oh my God, did you remember? Like the Kardashian. Yeah, Kardashian Bible. Like, Bible. Bible. I used to say it all the time. <laughs> you don't have to take that on, you know, so seriously. But I think I, I always trust the opinions of people close to me mm. because I, when I freaking like someone, I am like, <gasps> la, 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 la. Yeah, you know, no, like, same. You're, Real yeah. Bad. I have rose, I have like multiple layers of rose colored glasses on. I take one off and there's still there's, three no, left. No, they're on all there. still there. Asho's is, <laughs> Asho's like got permanent ones screwed onto her head. <laughs> I get proper like blinded by love for sure. That's why their icks don't even, the icks yeah. don't even like permeate my mom, you. We just get love hard eyes. Oh, here's, this is a good one. My ex keeps looking at my Instagram stories. He has previously created fake accounts which have which I've blocked and now he's using his actual his actual account. I'm stuck on whether I should block him or just let him see me live my best life. I'm doing amazing now and I'm really happy and it just doesn't bring up negative feelings, but I just find it super weird that he's going on my profile and looking at my stories after he broke up with me and hurt me so badly. I've had to block a girl he went on a date with when we broke up with as she was looking at my stories too, but does not follow me. What's up with people snooping on my stories when they don't follow me and should I just stay they should just stay out of my business. Sissy, it's jealousy. Like honestly, that's just yells jealousy or like insecurity. Insecurity. Like for sure. if you're happy and living your best life, it's obviously a bit uncomfortable. And like you could just block them if you really don't want him seeing it on his private and her as well. Like you can block whoever. You have absolute you have the complete right yeah. to stop anyone from seeing your stuff. But I I would just take it as like they're intrigued. They're probably like, mm. it's it's really just jealousy normally when that happens. I see it that as like hurt people hurt people. Mm. And then this person's obviously so confused with who they are and like they probably did want to be with you. And there's probably a little bit of like not obsessiveness, but they're probably struggling to let go. Yeah. Um, but they obviously you know, broke up with you and hurt you. So it's like this, it would be so confusing. Yeah. And then if the new girl's maybe looking at your stuff, then she's probably thinking, why can't I be more like her? Yeah. Because if the guy's not giving her proper attention, she's probably looking to you uh -huh. being like, what does she have that I don't? Yeah. So I wouldn't take it too seriously, but 
you need to protect yourself. Whatever's going to make you feel comfortable, you have complete right to block anyone. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be fretting about it. I think if anything, take it as a compliment. Yeah, take it as a compliment. Just be like, all right, you guys can watch me live my best. Like yeah. you said, you're living your best. I've leveled up. I've stepped up. I'm not involved in this situation anymore. So like let them watch. Let them watch from behind. I remember actually at the start of one of my relationships, this girl was watching all my stuff and I had no idea who she was. And I, and she didn't follow me, but she was watching all my stuff. And I sent it to the guy I was seeing at the time. And I was like, do you know this person? And he was like, oh yeah, like got real weird about it. He's like, oh, like, do you know her? And I was like, no, but like, how do you know her? And then he was like, oh, anyway, it turns out that like this girl had like kissed him knowing that I was seeing him and then like tried to convince him that uh, he didn't like me and all of this stuff. And was like, she was watching my stuff obviously because she was obsessed with him. So I don't know. It's just like- yeah, like girls, <laughs> girls do that. Girls do like to investigate, see who the previous person was or, you know, they just. It's really bad that we, I've, I've done it before. Done I'm it. guilty of it. It's silly. You like shouldn't because you should never compare yourself to absolutely anyone. It's but just because the access is there, I guess. Yeah. Like we're on this like platform it's, it's, where like the you temptation. can scroll down a few and probably find their ex and yeah. suss them out, I guess, you know. Yeah. It's just about having that self-control. But yeah, girl. Yeah, girl, don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. Honestly, like, I'd be loving that. I'd be, like, taking that in my Same. stride. It like, would give me, like, look look, look all you want. Look at me absolutely thriving, living my best. If they're not harassing you and it doesn't yeah. make you feel uncomfortable, yeah. then who cares? Yeah. Okay, well, I think that's that's it from the Dolly Love Doctors. That's a wrap. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Sue and Lou. Dolly, Dolly Doctors and you'd, like, Dolly in doctors. the Dolly magazine and you'd have to rip open the, the like, piece of paper. I've heard of them, but I never did it. Sorry, I'm what not- on the fucking earth? You're like way older than me and you've never oh, done one. I, maybe I just wasn't into Dolly Doctors. You never got a Dolly mag or one of those magazines where oh, there was the sealed oh, off part. sorry, sorry. I thought you meant something else. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, Ashton, I feel like Dolly that Magazine. Be, yeah, yeah, Dolly yeah, yeah. Magazine. I thought you were talking about like dollies, like <laughs> actual like dollies and there's like something to do with paper. No, was like, the, oh. what was it called? Like the... Yeah, I know what you mean. It was like love, sex, and relationships. I remember and you felt rip so the naughty. Seal. Rip the private seal. Like seriously, <laughs> it was so exciting. And they'd be like, "Oh, it was literally like this." They'd write in their yeah, dilemmas, and the Dolly dilemma. Doctor would help. Dolly Doctor, yeah. Well, now with Doctor Sue and Lou here to help you ripping the seal off. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, put me away. Sounds like you're like. Put talking about a condom or something. Yeah, um, All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed. I hope we somehow helped. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This is our first time doing like a dilemma segment. So I don't know if we're the best, but no, actually, what am I saying? I self-proclaim that I'm literally love, like yeah. love guru. We're so experienced in relationships <laughs> and love. Are we like, <laughs> are we in? <laughs> are we in them? No. <laughs> Have we had them? Yes. Should we be giving advice? Probably Maybe. not. <laughs> oh guys inside joke um love you all don't don't take it too seriously as a wise friend of mine Genevieve Maslin likes to remind me when I'm fretting over a boy she goes sweetheart boys are toys (laughs) and it really is the truth I love boys and like I'm not saying that you're worthless and you're a piece of plastic that's not what I'm saying at all but I think us girls especially. And actually, you know what? No, us boys and girls, we all feel the same. We all fret over relationships. Mm. Is he thinking this? Is she thinking this? Is she going to reply? Like, what is? What, how do they feel about me? We just need to take a breath sometimes and stop overthinking everything yeah. and just let it flow. Surrender let to it. it flow. Just communicate the best you can. 
demand the respect that you uh-huh. deserve and hold yourself at a high level. A high, yeah, have higher self respect, and the right person will come along. But uh, don't fret, sweetie. <laughs> Surrender, and whatever's meant to be will be. Don't fret, sweetie. Don't fret, sweetie. Who am I? Honestly, I've been speaking too much today. Well, my um, knees cramping, so. Got to end this episode. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 your year to finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't actually help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. It's super convenient and helps you with actual conversation tips and tools so that You can learn how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation. It can just give you that extra confidence when in a foreign country or a non-English speaking country. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash chaos. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash chaos, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chaos. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.